0: Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Renchel Van Bryce is a dynamic force dedicated to helping women live their purpose and manifest success in all life facets, from professional achievements to creating a new relationship with their business, as well as improved well-being. As a business intuitive sacred commerce coach author and host of a podcast slash tv show she excels in illuminating each woman's unique potential co-creator of this summit ranchel is eager to introduce another inspirational guest take it away ranchel
1: good morning everyone oh i am so excited to be here we are day two and are you ever in for a treat? Because we get to chat with Benjamin Blackett. Uh, Benjamin's been a part of the of the Clarity Conference Connection movement since I think that like la- since last year, our second summit. And he's also a founding member of ours. Benjamin, thank you so much for being here. I love the T-shirt, by the way. It's Real Men Dance. Oh, this is going to be so much fun so much fun so Benjamin welcome thank you so much for being here with me today
2: thank you Rangel it is an honor and privilege and I am thrilled to be here with you so thanks right. for the invitation oh you're so welcome so Benjamin
1: is uh, the founder of a creative healing place a life mastery consultant and transcendence facilitator I always have a hard time with that word uh, facilitator. He's been featured on CBS News, ABC, NBC, and Fox. Uh, his greatest passion is leading women through proven, reliable, and repeatable steps that empower them to live vibrant, abundant, and love-filled lives. Anybody want some of that? Yes, please. Put in the chat. Yes, please. I'll have some of that. And now he's on a mission to help 1 million people live empowered lives that help spread peace Throughout the world by 2033. Uh, Benjamin, we feel honored here at the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit and the movement to support you in this incredible mission. And so thank you so much, really, truly, again, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Suzanne saying, yes, she will also have some of that, please. So thank you very, very much. And so You know what as always i we love to start with story and so if you could share your story about how you got here in front of us with this incredible t-shirt real men dance
2: thank you (laughs) sure it's uh um, well and so really the story begins late in the story for me because i had already become a life mastery consultant i was already helping people transform their lives and I was already getting to see my dreams begin to come true when I was at a work. This was just a, almost three years ago. I was at a workshop uh, in a training with some, one of my mentors and another mentor, Jennifer Jimenez, who is the creator of this modality transcendence. This is let let your let the movement set you free, and transcendence is about that. And so she, she was leading this piece of a workshop and i said jennifer i'm leading my workshops and i'm like i feel like i want to do these energizers she's part of brave thinking institute and at brave thinking institute at all their events they do these energizers and i'm like i want to do that but i don't feel like I can dance very well i feel like i can't really find my way to a beat out of a paper bag i was like and i'm thinking of hiring somebody to do these work to do um the energizers for me so what do you think about that and she said well funny you should ask me that She said, because I think what you should really do is come train to be a transcendence facilitator with me just to get comfortable with your body, not so much to become a facilitator, but just to get some body comfort. And so that was at 57. I can't believe I can say this. 57 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I just turned 30 for the 30th time. Right.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I understand that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So, you know, and backing up a little bit to what brought me to that, you know, when I was in my childhood, I grew up in a very dysfunctional home. There was a lot of uh a lot of struggle, a lot of strife. There was a lot of abuse going on. Um I had a whole lot of discomfort in myself and my body to begin with. It led me to running into substances to try and find my way to other places. And what I would say of myself at the time when I found my very first dance class, I was studying theater at the Community College of Rhode Island and they said to me, well, you have to take a stage and dance movement class for actors and two additional dance classes in order to graduate with this degree in theater. I was like, what? Like I was terrified. I was mortified because at the time, Like I was tripping and falling all over the place. I literally had no body awareness. And if you had asked me about dancing, I I had had a girlfriend who was asking me to get out on the dance floor. I'm like, like, how do you, what do you? I felt like I had three left feet. And I mean that literally like three left feet. And so I took the the first class and I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. And for the first time in my life, I started to get some contact with my body. I really started to find that, you know, there was an exercise that I like to do. And I found that after I took the other two classes that were required, like it was modern dance, which was, I mean, when I am tell you that it was a terrifying thing for me to do, I was terrified to do that. But I found that like I started picking things up and I did feel more comfortable in my body and I stopped tripping as much. I stopped falling as much. And as a matter of fact, most of the time in my life for the past 30 or so years, I would say I don't fall, but that's not who I knew myself to be.
1: Yeah.
2: But all that to say that there was the beginning of understanding of dance. I'm not saying I get good at it because still just a few years ago, I'm saying to Jennifer, well, now what? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and, and she said, do this. And so I said, okay, and I don't know about you and your journey through self-development. And I'm sure many people here were like, oh I don't know if I can do that. There's a hem, there's a haw, like I'm scratching my way. Like, okay, no, I don't really want to do this. Yeah. But this, this first self-development that I said, okay, I'm in, I didn't question the price. I didn't question the time. I didn't question if it was logical. I just said, okay, because i was kind of at you know even with my growth i was at a like oh, what do i do now like i'm like i'm not progressing the way i would like to yeah and the biggest thing so i'm taking a few steps into the class and you know six weeks in uh i get my six trainings in or so i have the first experience in my life where when she was playing some dance music i'm like oh like my body started dancing me, not yeah. thinking about like what I was doing and how it was going, like which yeah. was a huge thing for me. Yeah. And then as I go through the training to be a facilitator, I discovered that I had a whole bunch of body shame that I didn't even know I had. Yeah. And as a man, that's you know it's a funny thing to say to ourselves like what? Right? Um. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, How, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Women, we, we, women, we know that, but, and we think, I think a lot of
2: us think, oh, men don't have this challenge that we have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the truth is that many men do, but so many don't even know or think about it because men have a whole, like, you have to be this way. This is what society says, which is, a, you know, yeah. Uh, last summit of is that i learned this great phrase i had a, a wounded masculine energy like and there's so many of us walking around with that wounded masculine energy yeah. you know we don't know that we can be okay in our bodies yeah but and this is why i walk work with women a lot because women are have enough awareness to know, like okay like there's something i got to do something um, yeah. so that was a big deal i started healing that and then just the last piece of the story is that you know Jennifer said at the end of that training she said okay so when are you going to submit your dance rotation which gives us the right as those her students coming through to be the people teaching and I said I don't know she said come on put yourself a date down and then so I started practicing being a facilitator so that I could get that because I'm like well I've invested all this money I might as well (laughs) right yeah and so I, you know, I'm practicing doing the the dance rotation, leading other people. And even when I did not do it very well at all, I was watching people come through my class and like, wow, look what's happening for them. And the truth is I started falling in love with the modality of transcendence, And it's just, the more I do it, the more I love it. And the more I, uh, like it really has snowballed. I mean, this is now... Two and a half years in, and I am just more and more in love with it all the time, so yeah.
1: beautiful um i so I even love the name right because I think of right? Transcending, you know, and, and I love, um, I love dance. I love movement and I do love to dance and I, but I haven't done like formal training and things like that. I just, but you said something about the music, your body was listening to the music. You didn't have to think about it. And I probably should have wrote it down as a quote because it was so, it was like, yes, that's what can happen to me. Right. When I allow myself and uh, to do that, when I allow the music to like when I, when I can feel the music, I'm not thinking about the music, but I feel the music. So I I absolutely love that. And so, you know, part of what I know that you're going to share with us is you have some information for us. And so I'd love for you to, you know, what are, what are some of the things that we really need to know that you've, that you feel um, in your experience? I mean, you're so passionate about what you do. And so I'm just going to write pass the mic right back to you and, and uh, please share with us.
2: So uh, well, first of all, transcendence, what is it? It's a modality that's a it's a spiritual practice essentially one can come to one class and have an experience but when you put it into your life on a regular basis it can become a spiritual practice and so it's a practice that takes yoga movements of yoga up off the floor and turns them into free-flowing freestyle movement and if you look at what a class looks like, it's like a bell-shaped movement. It's a 10-stage process that goes from setting an intention, sourcing, I like to call it, and then moving into uh, spirit, where we spend time getting really centered with breath, and then up into more vibrant you know, music. all It's like a bell curve all the way through, so we come back down into stillness for the end. Yeah. And it's just a powerful, powerful thing.
1: Well, and do you think it so do you think it's a calling? So, and I and I say this because I've done like I've done yoga. I love um if I'm doing any yoga, my preference would be Kundalini Yoga. And I live in Render, so we don't have a Kundalini yoga practitioner here. Um but as you're talking, I was just thinking. Like, I just was like this whole yes. And I'm not sure if the audience, if, you know, as Benjamin sharing a story and, and even talking about the process of it, I'm like, this, uh, this is really for me, like, I guess this was I'm asking with the calling. Is that what you experience or or seeing people experience that they kind of come and check it out? But because of the way that it's created, the intention behind it, it has this
2: healing capability to it. That's what I'm hearing. Is that correct? It It is that, and it does that. And it's so interesting because, you know, even as I talk about it, like I have given classes through my spiritual community and people come and they're really not sure, even though I talk about some of the benefits that it, it gives you, for instance, you know, it helps you move from physical tension to physical freedom. It helps you move from stress and stiffness to fun and flexibility. Like it really helps with the physical stuff. It helps you move also from emotional anxiety to emotional balance. Like it, it really transforms you. And I tell these things to people and they're like, what does that mean? What's it look like? I don't know. And they come and they, and they're like, I don't know what to expect. And then what I watch as I see people come through the classes, is, it's so, you kind of have to experience it to really see it. But like people come and they're like, I don't know what I'm in for, but I'll follow what you say. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's an experience. then they're moving the, so I'll, I'll tell you quickly about the steps so we started with the sourcing then we moved to spirit then we moved to stretch that's where most of the yoga stuff is okay yeah we start coming up off the floor and in that process we're coming into our bodies as if we're coming into them for the very first time i guide people through that like imagine imagine coming into your body you know it's the exercise of imagination and then we move into uh the dance of self which is dance of body parts so each body part gets a turn to lead and then we move from that into the dance of shift which is kind of a release you know the music is all increasing as we go through this and shift is high vibration and then we move into a surrender and that's exactly how it sounds and then we move into a dance of synergy which is still more or less high vibration most of the time and then we move down to a dance of serve which is a love you know, we're calling love in for the last places that we need to fill in love and then sending it out to the world. And then we move from that into a dance of soothe, which is a kind of body wash where it's just like, okay, yes, and then we come back down to stillness. And so as I watch people go through this, I by the time we are at the dance of synergy, which I didn't explain very well, but it's a mirror dance. And so it's an opportunity for people to witness and to be witnessed. And by the time that happens, I see so much freedom come out in people. Like yeah. they, I see them surprise themselves. That's how I know it's a spiritual practice. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I see surprise.
1: Well, and you, and so you said something like um to to uh, to uh participate, to be witness, to witness and to be witness. And I'm gonna ask the audience, like when you said that, what came up for me honestly was a little bit of fear. You know and and so that's that authenticity we talked about this about the vulnerability of i mean there's such magic isn't there in in witnessing someone yet we um I think some of us have a hard time allowing ourselves to be witnessed uh, would you agree with that and if um and if not that's awesome that's this is all about us having this conversation but and but if that is the case, I would love for you to you know maybe one of the points you can share with us is. How do we allow ourselves, right, Suzanne's saying, yeah, how do we allow ourselves to be witnessed? Like, what's
2: what would you recommend? So that's a fantastic question. And yes, of course, it's true that most of us, most of us, especially the way we're raised through Western cultures, have a very difficult time being witnessed. That's, One of the biggest problems in the world today, you know, we have this conference going on because we're like, well, how do we access that authentic piece? How do we become this authentic person? And so the thing about transcendence is it gives you that in the moment, because what happens is you go through the guidance of it. There's first you just get with yourself. And you know, I have agreements that I make with people before the class begins. One of them is to get rid of our inner critic. And I we physically invite that inner critic. I'm like, okay, everybody with me, let's take that inner critic. Jennifer, she's so sweet when she runs the class. She's like, let's just walk it out the door. But I have to get a little more aggressive because my inner critic is a lot louder. I don't know how it is for (laughs) any of you. But I'm like, okay, let's take it and throw it out the window. (laughs) And so do that. So first of all, that's one of the ways that we can do that. But so somebody coming into the class they have the ability to say okay i'm actually i'm making a conscious choice to be here be present and just see what happens and i say put on a childlike curiosity that's another one of the agreements so there are eight of them all together but those are i think two of the most important ones because you want to have a curiosity for what comes up because we go through the process and there are things that come up there can be joy there can be giddiness there can be laughter there can be but there can also be grief there can be um, you know, anxiety, there can be, uh, stress, um, yay, I love that, <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> I saw that, <laughs> right, thank you, yes, Catherine,
1: ex- exactly, and so, and
2: I can't wait
1: to see you, <laughs> right, so, um, so, Mike, I have a, I guess a statement and a question kind of combined in, in one, Benjamin, so what I hear you saying is that, um, as, uh, as we participate in this spiritual practice, what I heard you say is, you know, even one of the the agreements, uh, taking the inner critic, and then like Jennifer gently walks you throw, I probably throw a couple f bombs in there, true story, with my inner critic. She's pretty <laughs> she's pretty loud. Um, and so so what I hear you saying is you can take those agreements, and you can use those in your everyday life, like your everyday practice, right? Like the curiosity of a, of the child the asking the inner critic to leave. So not only are you having this experience, um, the spiritual and the spiritual practice, but uh, but you can take those eight agreements and take them throughout the
2: rest of the day. Is that am I is that a correct assumption? That is absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. Because here's the thing one of the, the thing about the transcendence and why I think it's so powerful is because you know when we look at what's going on for us internally, Mm-hmm. Our issues get stored in our tissues. Right. Like we do all this stuff uh, like in, in the summit. And I love every I've listened to some great speakers yesterday, including you, including Candace, including I, I can't sure. remember all the names, but I, I was there all day. And there's some great stuff. And how do we really apply it and allow ourselves permission in here to apply it? Yeah. How do we learn permission? to, uh, to be able to say, okay, I'm doing this thing. And, you know, as you ask that question, I'm reminded that, you know, I did a lot of spiritual development before becoming a life coach around 23. I well, like just after that dance class, like I had a spiritual experience. I'm like, okay, I'm doing a lot of work and I'm changing direction. The captain is changing the ship. Yeah. And at that time, when we, I talk about the inner critic I had there, much like yours, super loud i used to refer to them it as them and they were the vultures on the bedpost i woke up in the morning and was like good morning i've been waiting to talk to you and like what do you think you're doing getting out of bed now anyhow you've already overslept yeah but i have to turn you know and it was bad it was ugly it was loud and it was awful and it stayed like that for quite some time yeah and particularly over the past i'd say 20 years that critic has been much less but even less with the transcendence factor because i've got this comfort like i walk with my shoulders back i'm like i can hold myself in a way that i did not you know that that man who who had the wounded masculine
1: Mm -hmm.
2: i carried myself and somebody was talking about this yesterday carrying, carrying themselves about apologetically in the world i had my shoulders curled over i was like you know and i had my head forward and i'm like Well, okay, I'm saying this, but do you believe me? Like I couldn't, almost couldn't believe in myself. Do you know what I mean? And so, and so there's a whole new level of belief that I get just because I'm in touch with this vessel. We are spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings and we've got this physical body, this physical plane that we exist in. It all meets right here in the present. And to get with this, we have to be in touch with this, which I don't know about where you came from, but where I came from. But we're not. We're really not. Exactly. And
1: many of us. Yes. Many of us. Yeah, that's true. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. That shouldn't be a blanket statement. Um, I know Sarah's going to drop the link here for your for your gifts. So you have, uh, you know, a, a two, like two incredible gifts. Right. We have the the uh, regular ticket gift, which is the attract abundance now ebook and so for our regular uh ticket holders that's in your portal and the vip is a 6 months of the free Transendance classes and we talked earlier uh and that's available to our vip members and but it needs to be started before august so for those of the vip if you want to take advantage october.
2: of it, october october
1: october oh my goodness
2: yeah we'll it. Be a little
1: yeah yeah (laughs) august august you know um and so i and i totally i like catherine i'm 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 excited i'm absolutely excited about this and we have just three minutes left and so well i want to just ask one more question is so um so what you're saying is mind body and spirit or mind body and soul and a lot of us have a practice for the mind and a lot of us have a practice for the soul and if we don't have a, have a practice of whatever that looks like for us with body, there's this disconnect between the three. But when I say, so if, am I hearing you correctly, is that this really connects both from a spiritual perspective, because it's one thing to go lift weights. I used to be a bodybuilder, right? So it's one thing to go lift weights and do the thing. But what you're saying is this actually makes it, I always call it like the, the triune factor or like the power, the uh um, power power factor cone of power is what i refer to it as
2: sure because there's the physical mm-hmm. there's the mental and there's the spirit we are a triumvirate being right so we're yeah. all of that yeah. so that's really powerful and yes th- that connection to body that it, it's all working all at once throughout the practice and i really like to close out with this thought is that you know i had a quote from a sister of mine a sister of mine who gave me this quote that went something to the effect of If you come to the edge of all the light that you know, you're forced to do to take a step forward into the darkness and trust one of two things will happen. And that is that either God will put something solid there for you to stand on or give you wings and teach you to fly. For much of my life, it felt like I had to trust that God was going to put something there for me to stand on. With (laughs) transcendence, it feels like God gave me wings and has taught me to fly. And is that great. is
1: beautiful does anybody else get shivers from that put shivers in the comments i mean for me that is amazing and, and as i said i've always felt a calling for dance but really um there's you know and, and, and all like all mind stuff all ego stuff talking about that but when you're talking about having this as a spiritual practice um yes yeah, suzanne right it's beautiful i i feel really really connected to this and i you know i'm uh, can't wait for us to take uh, advantage of this. We have like 20 seconds left before the music starts. What would be a 20 second or a five second gift that you'd like to, to, as far as like, one more thought for us, please, Benjamin.
2: Well, what I can tell you is that my body moves differently. It doesn't mean that I've had to change my body, but I move with freedom and I accept my body, like, which is a big deal. Cause like I said, I didn't have that. And if you want freedom in your body and freedom to move, no matter how you look.
0: Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, Email our team at breakthrough at clarity, Thank
2: you all for being here. <laughs>